0: This call is being recorded.
1: Hello and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have as our guest today, Andrew Ragusa. Who is the upcoming, forthcoming, I should say, author of a couple of books? Uh, One regarding the Don't Opinions Matter, Opinions Don't Matter, and two, um, How to Get Your License, Real Estate License in uh, the State of New York. Uh, Also, he is the owner, Andrew's the owner of REMI. A uh, real estate brokerage company on Long, uh, long Island, which is uh, quite the task, I would imagine. Um, are you there, Andrew? Hey, John. Yes. Good morning. Thanks for having me here. Sure. Very good. I'm. I'm glad you're here. I um, looked at my my sheet of things. There was a whole thing. A lot of a long list came out of what I wanted to talk about, um, and I say that because. Um, There's so much, in a sense, going on in New York. It seems like New York draws everybody's attention sure. uh, across the country, uh, and most people have that to talk about. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get your viewpoint uh, of of all of that as we move along, so that uh, we can uh, take that information and turn it outward. And how does that affect our lives? Uh, I know how it affects yours don't know how it's going to affect mine but i know there will be an effect so is that okay with you yeah absolutely okay uh you had asked me in the prequel of uh, what was the going on in the uh, stock markets Uh, and you might want to elaborate a little bit on that, what's happening and why that's such a big deal.
0: Sure. It's pretty interesting to watch what's taking place right now uh, with the stock GameStop and uh, the hedge funds versus the Reddit forum. So just to give people a brief, uh, short, easy version of what's happening is the, the hedge fund people, the billionaires, placed a bet uh, using credit. It's, it's using uh, basically money that's not fully there that the store, GameStop, would crash. The market, the, the stock would crash. So the users on Reddit basically said, hey, let's all get together and make this stock pump through the roof. They, they keep saying on the forum, let's send it to the moon. So then all these people rallied from the forum. There's about tens of thousands of people rallied and bought the stock all at once. And then it... Snowball because once people caught on to what was happening, it's been talked about for the last two days. Today even more people have bought it and it's it's actually causing that hedge fund to go bankrupt because their their bet is that the stock would crash and instead the stock is going the opposite direction. So now that hedge fund owes billions of dollars.
1: Exactly. And no no telling the long term effect this might have on our on the market in general. Um you know, a lot of people sometimes don't having not shorted a stock knows that the uh, the seriousness can can incur as it's working now. That one, if that if that you've shorted the stock and the, and and it's no longer profitable and starts moving against you, you got to buy it back. Exactly, uh, that's the key. You've got to buy it back, um, even if you had an option. You, you, you've got a limitation on, on having an option, a put or, or a call. But it's, um, I, I believe it's going to have a much broader impact on, uh, on uh, all the markets. Uh, and that's, it's just now beginning to be felt and, and viewed and studied, I think. And no telling how it's going to affect the real estate business. What do you say about that?
0: Well, you know, it, it's an eye-opening experience, and what it's what I think people are learning from this is this is what the what power we have as individuals when we band together on something. You know, if you look at money, you look at money like it's energy, right? Because money comes, money goes, we spend it, we use it, and we save it. It's, it's funny because when we save it, it actually goes down in value. Inflation goes up, money goes down in value, so you need to invest it so that it, it doesn't sink with inflation. But money is energy. Money makes you amplify whatever you're doing. So you, if you're you know, investing, you, you throw money into it. If you're a good person, it makes you better at being a good person. If you're a bad person, it makes you better at being a bad person. So now you're watching this money be redistributed. It's basically coming out of the hands of the, these billionaires, these hedge funds that had tons and tons of money, and it's being spread out somewhere around the market. I think people are – and by the way, by no means does this mean it's going to end Nicely for everybody, because someone at the end is going to end up losing money, and it might not just be the billionaires, and there could be a you know good chunk of people. But what's definitely being demonstrated and clear is the power that we have as individuals if we agree to do something. Would you agree with me?
1: Oh, I agree. It's a, it's an amazing re- re- reflex, is what it is. All right. It's just amazing. I um, I look at uh, at this and know that. Uh, a lot of the, uh, the the big money, you know, most most of the big money is going to have a stake in real estate somewhere somehow. Sure. And and I've followed that uh, most most of my life. I uh, I actually was a broker in a real estate broker in Texas and Colorado for fifteen years.
0: Very nice. And, oh, we uh, have that in common. Yeah,
1: and um, uh, I. Um, ended up involving myself in foreclosures. And this came along with the credit crisis, uh, gosh, about what, 12, 13 years ago? Right, right. Um, so I, I know that this will have a, 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 an impact. What, what worries me is is if the Fed is going to step in and do something stupid uh, to try and, and help some companies, one company, don't know, uh it it seems like that then that then it begins to worsen. s uh, the, the fed seems to think that they have a cure all for everything
0: and it's wrong. People don't believe that. I don't believe it. uh I, I agree with you 100%. I don't think the feds or the government have any business telling you what stocks you can or cannot buy or what you can or cannot do with your money as long as you're not hurting anybody and you know you're looking to do things with the right intention, right? So it's funny that you bring up the uh, real estate foreclosure crisis because I think that is going to be one of the the major attention grabbing points that people are going to start watching for once we uh, go back to a fully operational economy meaning there's no more uh, suppression by individual states you know the individual governors and everyone is back to work because from two thousand and eighteen and two thousand and nineteen there are st- there was a a whole bunch of foreclosures that that took place because they're normal. Every year has properties that foreclose. You know, there's always some. And usually it takes one to two years to sell them off at real estate auctions and the sheriff takes them and, uh, you know, the banks collect their money. But all of that has been placed on hold for all of 2020 during the periods of suppression and lockdown. So with that being said, once these courts reopen – we're about to see an injection of inventory hitting the real estate market. There's going to be all these foreclosures that have to be sold off as well as the people who are going to start actually listing their home because they're not so worried about social distancing anymore. There's still a good amount of people who are not going on market because they do not want strangers walking through their homes or they don't want to walk through a stranger's home. They're being COVID cautious.
1: Right, right. That's, that's, that's practiced everywhere now. It's uh uh, you, it's not that you can't get away from it you don't want to be part of it i right. think is is the way you look at it the um the interesting part of that though in terms of the um uh, the foreclosures coming back on the market is that it if there' a lot of those it will affect the the price of real estate the, the price of neighborhoods that type of thing now
0: that's great for a speculator
1: good opportunity
0: absolutely absolutely and and you know, it's, it follows the basic principles of supply and demand. So we will see an increase of supply, and that will cause a a, a slight drop in demand. But I I personally feel that a lot of people are moving for different reasons, and some of the, some of those reasons include remote work has changed their lives. They no longer need to be near densely urban populated areas um they're going to be working from home more often that means they were, they want bigger spaces you know there are people who had apartments where they only had two or three bedrooms and they have either they have kids or they're married with other people and now all of a sudden they need an office right so there's there's more space otherwise they're all on top of each other they're doing work on the coffee table in the living room so the demand for at-home space has increased people are home more often and at the same time there's a lot of these uh, policies in place in it, you know, political policies in place in areas like New York and New York City, which have drove people out. So I, I believe the the motivating factor for a lot of these buyers who are on the market is something more than just I want uh, a bigger place or something more than I'm, I just want to move. It's it's literally about I didn't realize lockdown was a possibility. Wow, I better get a space that's bigger. And I definitely want to go live in a place where they're not going to be so restrictive. With that being said, even if the inventory comes, I believe demand will still hold well.
1: Well, I, I, I look at, the, at that and I, I look at – think about, for instance, for, uh, for me, imagining those huge office buildings in, in uh, New York, New York City. And and then I start thinking about all the malls across the country uh, that are also having the COVID impact on their business, not, not just the malls themselves, but the, the stores and so forth, like, like Macy's, like, uh, you know, there's a bunch of them that, that aren't doing well because of that. People have stopped going to the malls. Um, I agree with you. The, the question is going to be is how much of this can we deal with? Before you, because know, uh, a there's going to be somebody holding the note, on a on a mall or on an office building, and that that note's going to come due someday.
0: Sure, it's it's true. You know, um, I don't, I do believe that people will want to go back to uh, a functioning, moving society where where we interact with each other, and you can go out and buy your thing, your items in person. Uh, I think people uh, – are actually, now I see it. People miss each other. They miss the the human interaction, the camaraderie. I see it more often than I find people who are afraid. So with that being said, I believe that at some point, it, it's going to take a little bit of a cooling off, but people will want to go back to retail. I'm not saying at the same demand as it was in the 80s or 90s because you know, the Internet has revolutionized things, but personally – I don't want to buy my clothes on Amazon. I want to go in the store and pick them out. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't think mm-hmm. that this is going to be a, a permanent problem. Someone's going to want to go back.
1: Right, right. <laughs> my, you just reminded me of my wife. She buys stuff off of uh, off the Internet, and uh, she makes it at least tw- once or twice, three times at least a month. Uh, she goes to a long way away down to the mall to take back what she bought from Athletic. <laughs> There you go. It doesn't fit. <laughs> it doesn't fit. Right. <laughs> so um, I'm familiar with that aspect. Believe me. Um, where do you think, you know, the the, the thing that's still pumping uh, acquisition, or, you know, buying people, buying uh, homes, uh, of course, are interest rates and interest rates are uh, so, so low. What do you what do you think? How do you view that? What do you
0: think about that? Well, it's kind of interesting. People love to talk about how the interest rates are low, but they're not paying attention to inflation, which is our biggest killer right now as the government just keeps throwing money into the economy or the feds keep throwing money into the economy. Now you have these stimulus packages giving people $1,200. It's such a small amount of money uh, in the grand scheme of things too that for the individual that I wonder to myself, I say, $1,200, maybe it covers someone's rent for one month, but it's such a short-sighted solution that's that's causing more pro- more damage down the road than it is helping people because now the value of money is crashing. I actually had to send money to someone in the UK um, two days ago. And when I sent him money back in April, for because this guy like, built my website, when I sent him money back in April, the exchange rate was somewhere around... Um, 0.75 cents so the uh the pound was 3 quarters uh stronger than the dollar so you know if every dollar I send I send him he gets 75 cents in pounds today or well, 2 days ago I sent him money again it dropped so much more we're down to what, almost half 50 cents on the on the dollar to the pound and we just keep going down in value so now interest rates can be whatever they can be 1% but if the money's not worth anything anymore and they just keep throwing the price up. The price goes higher, price goes higher. It, it's keeping everyone poor anyway. You, you understand what I'm saying? Sure. So, Absolutely. You know, the interest rate thing, It's some people look at it like, oh, interest rates are low, this is great. Well, not necessarily. We have a bigger problem in front of our faces.
1: Eventually, all things come home to roost. That's right. I uh, I, I know that in in my subdivision here, um i'm between uh, Anna, uh south um of austin and north of san antonio and in hill in texas hill country and we have a, a every every home in here sits on an acre uh and it's it's done well right. and, and and people are now you know coming the ones that are for, for, for mostly from california they're coming mm. Um, because there aren't any, there aren't any individual income taxes in in the state of Texas, and and the people of real of the benefit of real estate that they're selling in California, uh, which is is those are all high marked items. Uh, when they get here, you know they could buy two or three two or three homes to fit within what they sold their other one for. Um, true. Uh, just because their economy is built that way, their economy.
0: Right, right. It's uh, it's same th- same phenomena in New York uh, and Florida. People leave New York. The the most popular relocated place for that is flo- to go to Florida. And you know, they a house here in Long Island averages eight hundred thousand, you know, to over a million. And we're not talking about anything, you know, special. And then you go down to Florida and you buy a place for two, three hundred thousand and still live very happily. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it just goes to show you how. The different policies affect the economies in each state individually. I just hope that the people who relocate from locations like California to Texas or New York to Florida leave behind with them the idea ideologies that put th- those states in such an expensive state.
1: Yeah, that's um, yeah. You know, it, it's it's you, as you started with respect to the uh, the way the handouts go. Um, yeah, there are people that. that that can't run their bar or can't run their restaurant. Uh, but you know, painting the the country with this brush that everybody needs $1,200 in every family, every family member needs it. Uh, it's just so political, you know, it's nothing, nothing, nothing Do economic. That's going to help. It's just all that money's going to come in and it's going to wash out and we're going to say, where'd it go? what did it do? Yeah. So it's, uh, it's not good, but still, it's, it's, it's making people, it's motivating people to go ahead and still buy because they can buy now more than they could before because their interest rates are so low. Right. I agree. But you are right when it comes to inflation. It's, it's coming. It's just a matter of time. And I think it's going to come quicker than we than than most people think. And I think that when it comes, it's going to come come much faster in terms of the, the impact inflation is going to have. Here's the gig, you know, with all this debt that we have, with all this debt that we're increasing from the government, which is serious. It's it's you know, you could call it sinful. The my my kids, my grandkids, you know, they they're just they're gonna have so much debt on the books that they have to take care of you, you sure. can't wish it you cannot wish it away they, they're going to have to find a way and the only way to get that stuff off the books is inflation that's the only way to get rid of it so, right. the, so the more way the more you give away money then the more inflation you're you're setting up down the road uh to to cure the problem with all the debt that we're going to be having that we already have and still coming I agree 100%. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. It's, uh, it's, it's real sad, but but people don't look at it that way. They don't, they don't see it's coming. You got to, you got to, you got to be in the business like you are to have the perspective that you have in order to see what the impact is really going to be when that inflation hits.
0: Well, the, the, the more we talk about it and the more people you interview on your show and bring in, I guess, to get more expert opinions, hopefully we could just get as many people to open their eyes as possible.
1: Well, yeah, that's, let's hope so. I think a lot of people are doing that.
0: Uh, yeah. My,
1: my my listening rates have gone up. Um, got my numbers sure. uh, uh, just, just the other day. And people are listening. Uh, of course, people want to hear about integrity. Um it's um it's a it's a great topic uh, but oftentimes not practiced by everybody um it's uh you know and, and integrity's been special to me uh i um you know it was an, an old thing i remember seeing in a in a in a groucho marx movie he was saying are you gonna are you going to believe me or your own two eyes
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> It's true. You know, integrity is something that I teach the realtors that I work with and it's actually built into my training program because we have, I have a big nationwide training program where we teach realtors how to, you know, invest and be a realtor basically. And integrity has its own chapter in the program because, you know, the integrity is to, is basically knowing what you know, right? You you know what you see with your two eyes, you know what you've experienced, what you can touch with your hands and to have high integrity is to stick with your knowingness to know stick with your gut, what you've experienced, and not let other people influence your decision making not let other people influence your opinion. You just stick with what you know and stay to stay true to yourself. That's what keeps your integrity high and I think that we're in a in a time in life where it's so few and far in between prior to the lockdown, prior to you know coronavirus entering that people were starved for it, and and I think that what now people are looking and seeking out voices of sanity, voices of certainty. Once they hear like a radio show like this where they can get good, solid information, but more importantly, they can hear people speak with certainty, they can see that, look, there are leaders available who who know and they'll do the right thing and they'll just tell you what it is and let you form your own opinion. That's why I think there's been a an increase in traffic towards programs such as yours, and even other uh, you know new conservative uh, news outlets such as you know OAN and Newsmax and these other new programs that are popping up. It's probably one of the the biggest trends, and it just goes to show you how bad people want integrity.
1: Well, it's just how bad people want the truth. Yeah, um, you know you could you could talk to a group of people and. In, in... You could say now, how many people in here have integrity? And of course, everybody has integrity
0: <laughs> until <laughs> it's then, time to show it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you, right. and you ask them a question. Well, where do you keep it? And they, then they start checking their pockets.
0: <laughs> I left it home.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's 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 funny in that in retrospect about that, but it's serious because people, in, in, especially in this this COVID environment, we don't know how long this is going to last. Um, We we got this information and that information and all the information together. doesn't seem to give us anything that that we can reside on. So, you know, it's one of those things we're going to have to live with. And one of the things we are going to have to live with more is not only your integrity, but the other guy's integrity too.
0: Well, I think the more, the more people watch, uh, hypocrisy become exposed cuz i think that's been a big theme for all of 2020 and even now in 2021 as soon as biden entered office a bunch of promises were not kept so with that being said people are watching who's got the integrity and who doesn't who does what they say they're going to do and who doesn't and i think it's never been brought to light more than ever before now especially mm-hmm. cuz people are home they're on their phones they're on social media they're not just being fed information just from TV. They are being fed information from the Internet where everyone can post. So, so more than ever before, they have their eyes on the hypocrisy and what's going on. And I believe that people will start to learn to trust themselves, form their own opinions, draw their own conclusions, and stop going to other people or, or relying on experts, quote-unquote, and just use some plain, simple common sense when you, when you draw the facts together. The only thing you have to do is find a good data source, find a good information source. Exactly, exactly.
1: Andrew, tell my audience, if you would, please, how they can contact you.
0: Sure. So, so my I have a website. It's called rem as in Michael, I, agency.com. Uh It's under construction, but it should be running as of tomorrow. And I also speak with a lot of people over Instagram, and that seems to be the most popular way people get in touch with me. So if you are watching and you're li- or listening and you're on Instagram, my, my username is at Andrew underscore Ragusa underscore. So it's just my name underscore in between and at the end.
1: Great. Well, I'm, uh, I'm glad you had the time to visit with uh, me and my audience today. Um it's, um it's a good thing. You have a perspective that others don't have, and now they're, they they have hereby been informed. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: so I want to thank you for being a guest. And, oh, it was uh, a pleasure. I'm yeah. actually really happy to come on a show like this, so please, anytime you need me.
1: Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. And uh, I want to thank my listeners, of course, for tuning in to Searching for Integrity. And um, so long and happy trails to all.